This is a Soulfire production. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're going to talk about manifesting money. I had a really great conversation with somebody the other day, and I wanted to bring that person's question to the podcast because I think it could help quite a lot of people. So we're going to talk about manifesting money, and I will just remind you that if you have a question or a topic that you would like explored on the podcast, something you want me to ask the guides, just go to christinathechannel.com slash pod, P-O-D, and you can submit it right there. You guys have been sending in amazing questions recently, so keep sending them in. All right, so today, this is what the conversation was, and I, I feel like this is very important to understand. Manifestation is very simple, but in application, I find it's all of our human overthinking that sort of gets in the way. So this person is at the earlier stages in his business and he was basically asking about manifesting money and he, he was like, I want to know what you think because I have been doing this practice where I'm visualizing every day a check coming in in the mail every single day for a million dollars. And he was like, somebody told me that they think that I am trying to manifest too big, but then also isn't that a thing of don't ask too small? And I was like, this is such a great question. Do you want to know the most fun way to balance your hormones? Drink Organifi Harmony. It tastes like hot chocolate and it is filled with a bunch of amazing ingredients that naturally support your hormones. I just do a scoop in hot water. Tastes delicious healthy hot chocolate. This stuff actually tastes super decadent just without all of the sugar. And it's already filled with a bunch of incredible adaptogens and herbs. So you don't have to, you know, make your own concoctions or potions. Organifi Harmony includes maca, which is great for supporting energy levels naturally, as well as alertness. This is an antioxidant that has been known to balance out hormone levels and improve reproductive health. There's also cacao, the balancing bean, packed with polyphenols and supports the feeling of overall balance. There is chaste tree berry, which encourages hormone balance, supports healthy progesterone and estrogen levels, and can even help to clear up hormone-related acne. There's also shatavari, which promotes overall vitality and due to its adaptogenic properties, it has been known to improve libido and decrease PMS and menopausal symptoms. There's stinging nettle, which is a nourishing plant rich in vitamins and minerals like A, C, and iron, and it's packed with antioxidants and anti-inflammatory compounds. If you are dealing with any PMS symptoms, hormonal acne, extra weight gain around the midsection, like you're feeling like your hormones are off, this is my favorite, most delicious, easiest way to balance out my hormones naturally. I drink this in the morning for a little bit of an extra energy boost, but I'll be honest, even if I drink it at night, I can still go to sleep. You're fine. But this time of year, when all you want to do is drink hot chocolate, this is the way to go. So if you want to get your hands on Harmony or any of Organifi's other incredible products, because we all know I drink them all. Literally, everybody laughs at me when they come to my house. But, you know, Organifi has its own cabinet in my house. I'm stocked for about 10 years because I can't live without it. Just head to Organifi.com slash CTC and that code CTC will get you 20% off your order. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash CTC. That code CTC will get you 20% off your order. And when you get it in the mail or when you're drinking your yummy 
hot chocolate, Organifi Harmony. Take a screenshot, post it to Instagram and tag me so that I can see what you're sipping on. So I want to share my opinion, what I have found works best for me. And we'll see, you know, what the guides have to say. And they just want to be clear, like they, I, we, we want to be clear that with manifestation and all the different practices, it's not like there's one right way to do it. It's really more about what is helping you get into the vibrational state where you are in flow and alignment with that, which you want to receive and being your most authentic self. And so the processes or lack thereof that allow a certain person to get in that space to manifest will be different from person to person, which is why, you know, some people are like, oh my God, I'm doing this affirmation and journaling exercise every day and I'm manifesting left and right. And somebody else tries it and they're like, it's not working for me at all. And other people are like, oh, I'm doing this meditation. It's great. And somebody else tries it and they're like, yeah, it doesn't work for me because all different types of things can work and different things are going to work for different people at different times. It's very similar to healing protocols and healing the physical body, right? It's like everything can work. Will it all work for everyone? Not necessarily. And even if you find something that does work for you, it might need to change over time. So it's not about like people are like, what's the process? What's the exact process? Your exact process, the exact process that might be in highest alignment for you, most effective for you, could be very different than for me, for anybody else. And that is why in Manifestation Mastery, the guides are talking about the frequency shifts, the energetics of manifestation so that you can understand the underlying principles. It's very similar to the difference between fishing for someone else or teaching them how to fish, that kind of thing. So prefacing with that, but here's the thing. When you're manifesting, and especially money, because we have so much stuff around money, and this question is really relevant because I I just really feel like for us to all step into our next level, especially next year, because so much is going to unlock. And I think a lot of people right now, well, I know a lot of people right now are feeling like they're in this weird kind of in-between. They're feeling like, I know that what I was doing before wasn't correct, but I'm not totally sure what I'm stepping into or what I even want to create. And when we're in that in-between space, that's where a lot of healing can happen. And that's where anything that we need to see, to look at, to shift our relationship with will come to light so that we can make those energetic shifts. And that is like the key that unlocks the door so you can see the next step. So if you feel like, I don't know what the next step is, it's typically because there's something that still needs to be sorted through right now. There needs to be a shift and then that illuminates things moving forward. But money is one of the most important relationships in our lives and it's such a powerful healer. Your relationship with money will mirror pretty much everything else in your life. And I really feel like, I mean, as a collective, we're going to have to look at our relationship with money. We can't relate to each other differently or to money differently until we really work through some of the stuff we have around money and learning to work with money is going to like co-create with money, right? Have money, hang out with us, want to hang out with us. Like Most people have a really messed up relationship with money. They talk shit about money. They think it's not going to support them. They project onto it. They blame it. Oh, I can't do this because of money. And that creates such misalignment in the system. Don't be surprised when you talk shit about money and then it doesn't want to hang out with you or come your way. And this is the main thing, you know, people want to manifest. But if we think about shifting into the new earth and what that's going to look like, completely different structures, systems, ways of relating, 
the money stuff can't be avoided. Like we can't go around it. We have to go through it into it. And so that's why it's such an important conversation. And what I'll say is just first off, if you feel uncomfortable when people talk about money, because that is like high level, like surface level, huge. Most people are really uncomfortable. Like if I sat here and I just started spewing out numbers and how much I made at this point and that point, like how much I spent on this and that, that would make a lot of people uncomfortable. If you're not comfortable with conversations around money, I really feel like that's the first place to start. Like if people are talking about money and you're flinching a little bit, you're feeling uncomfortable, that's a really like surface level, high, high level sign. Like we need to get more comfortable there because if you're not comfortable with it, if you're flinching around people talking about how much they're making, then of course it's going to be really hard to receive that, to call that in, to be, you're not a vibrational match for it, right? Do you think you're a vibrational match for something that freaks you out to talk about? Probably not. So just, you know, saying that with so much love, just being honest, y'all, that's why you come here. You don't come here for my subtlety. I can assure you of that. So this is what I would say about this question. Okay. It's really important when you're manifesting money. Yes. To not under ask, because sometimes that's, what's blocking us is we're not asking for enough or we're not asking actually for the thing that's in highest alignment. But the, but the other piece is if you are trying to manifest something that is so out there to your subconscious in the sense of there's not a belief that that's possible, then you're not going to attract it in. So I asked this person, well, does that feel realistic to you that you would be getting a check for a million dollars every day delivered into your mailbox, right? Because that's the question. Is that really realistic to your subconscious? And so let me bring it down for you a second. Like if somebody said to me, I mean, I have a good relationship with money, but if I was trying to manifest money by visualizing a million dollars dropping in my bank or dropping in my mailbox every day, like a check, my body, like just personally, I'm like, that doesn't seem realistic to me at all. Because then I'm like, well, who's that check from? Am I getting a, a check for that much every day from different people? Is it the same person? Like, w- why would it be a check? Why wouldn't it be into my bank account? You know, and so I think about the logistics there. I think this is really important when you are manifesting because you want it to expand you. But if it's something that seems so, like unrealistic to your subconscious, then it's not going to come in. So that's the thing. It needs to be something that your subconscious can say, okay, that's possible. That might feel like a stretch, but that's possible. And so this is what we are referring to. Like when people talk about if it's a ladder, just one step up the ladder at a time. If, if I'm starting a business and I'm not making any money, then maybe I'm manifesting 5K a month. It's something that is attainable and easy for me. And then once I get that, it's okay, now 10K. And I think it's a lot more effective to start smaller, get an easy win, get some momentum, and then move on to the next and keep increasing versus if you're starting, let's say you're, I don't know, between zero and 5K a month and you're trying to manifest million dollar months. Like I think that people don't realize the vibrational gap is so fucking big. Like that is insane. You know what I know is I know that for me to make 10K months, like there was a lot that I had to shift within myself to go from zero to 10K months. For me to bump up to like 20 to 30K months was a whole other vibrational shift. Then for me to get to 100K months, whole other vibrational shift, right? And so you see these like different spots and you see this like at all different levels, all different levels. Like my business coach was talking about like, she was like, you know, who I had to be to, to make seven figures for me to make eight figures. It was a completely different ball game. But if you're starting at point A and you're starting from 
like zero. I'm not even making 5K. And I'm trying to make the vibrational shift into somebody who makes eight figures, just using that as an example. Like, do you see how big a gap that is? And it's like, we haven't even gone through all of the steps vibrationally and and also just as a person for that to like make sense. And what happens is when people manifest things that are, even if you did manifest something like that insane, often people can't hold that vibrationally because it's like, stretching a rubber band. It's like, if I try and stretch it out as big as I can right now, and I just pull, 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 it will probably snap versus if every single day I'm using it, I'm stretching it a bit more and more and more, it just gets looser and looser and it can wrap around something bigger. You will snap vibrationally because your, your system isn't used to holding that much energy. And there are all different types of things that come up in terms of, you know, making more money, for example, with, what are you doing with it? Where is it going? Being responsible with it. Do you feel like you know how to manage it? And so I was asking these questions. I'm like, okay, if you were making that much money, what would you be doing with it? Like, what are you doing with a million dollars a day? I would love to know. Like, there's not, there's no problem with that. But my point is, if there's not a possibility in your system, in your brain of, oh, this is potentially where I would be putting it, then why would it come your way? And this is a huge thing for people with manifesting money. I always say, and this is huge. If you haven't taken my course, Abundance Accelerator or my money manifestation activation set. I highly recommend those because I really talk about how to work with the energy of abundance and how to like funnel energy because money's just energy and money really likes having a place to go. And so it's not about a judgment of where that goes. It really doesn't matter. But when you have a plan, like if, if I am sitting here and I'm like, I really want 100K cash injection right now. It's like for what? Versus where I move the energy and I open up an energetic portal for the money to come in is when I'm saying, I want 100K cash injection and I am going to hire this person to do XYZ or I'm planning on spending this because I want to redo this in my house or I want to go on this nice ass vacation. It doesn't really matter what it is, but the point is, have I made like a vibrational opening? Have I opened up a container for that money to flow in so that it knows it's getting circulated? And a lot of people don't manifest money because they don't circulate it. And they just like to hoard it, hold on to it. They're afraid of it. They're all scarce around it money goes places where it gets circulated. Okay. So just going back to allowing ourselves to kind of move up step by step, not going from, oh, I'm making $0 and I want, I'm trying to make hundred K months in my business straight off the bat. Like what's the point? It's, you're going to feel like that's so far away and it's going to be a lot harder for you to really believe it. And I'm not saying that as like, it's wrong. What I'm saying is for a lot of people, it's a less efficient way because their subconscious isn't fully on board with, oh yeah, that's totally possible to make that leap right now. But your subconscious could be like, oh yeah, okay, I go from zero to 5K or zero to 10K this month. So that's a lot more manageable and feels realistic to the system. And then you can keep increasing that amount and you're getting those wins. So I'm a big believer in going step-by-step, little bit by little bit, because that's allowing you to vibrationally shift to hold that amount of money and then to recalibrate and then to get to know the version of you there and what it feels like to manage that amount, to work with that amount, to circulate that amount, how you want to use it. And then you become a different person. And then it's like, okay, now I'm bumping up a little bit and it's going to be a different energetic shift. And it's like, you know, what got me here won't get me there. And you find that at all of those different points in building your business, shifting your income level. And as you make those incremental increases, you are learning the lessons you need to learn logistically and vibrationally so that by the time you get to however much you want to be making that month, you can hold that. Like you can manage that. You know what to do with that. The other thing is like if you're using visualizations, doing something that feels 
And, and this is where it's so subjective, right? When I'm saying a little more realistic, because I don't want it to be so realistic that it is not really stretching me or, or I'm under asking. But my point is, for example, if I'm like, I want a million dollars. Okay, here's the difference. For me, my system could be like, yeah, could I get a random million dollar check? Absolutely. Totally. I can, I'm so on board with that. However, my subconscious, I'm telling you right now, it does not believe, my conscious or subconscious does not believe that I would be getting a million dollar check every single day. So there's a difference between like, that's where's that coming from? The other thing is, why would it be a check, right? So it's like, what's realistic for you? Maybe it is. Maybe you're like, I could totally get a check. For me, mostly with manifesting money, I'm looking at my bank account. So I have to look at my bank accounts for uh, smaller, like I would say anything like under 500K, I would use like a magic check, maybe an actual check. But other things, and more often I'm visualizing things regarding my bank account because stuff usually is just digital nowadays, but that's so subjective. Maybe you're somebody that works a lot more checks. It's like whatever is going to feel most realistic for you, whatever you can believe is the most important thing. So if you're doing visualizations, meditations, is it so far out of the realm of belief it feels like fantasy land? Then it's probably not feeling true in your body. And the whole point is to train your brain to experience that as if it's real, because if I'm visualizing moving my arm or if I'm actually moving my arm, the same neurons are firing in my brain. My brain doesn't know the difference between visualization and reality. So I can use that to my advantage. But if we're already in the space of like, this isn't actually happening, then we're not getting that same effect because we want to like, when you're visualizing, you want to be so in it that you're feeling in your body as, as if it's actually happening. Like how would you actually be feeling if it was happening? So if you're just visualizing and you're seeing things and you're not feeling it, then there's the disconnect. You want to feel it because we're trying to evoke that vibration and simmer in it, marinate in it, get our bodies used to being in that frequency. Because the more time you're spending in that frequency, that's actually what is attracting more of that energy into your life. So we talked about maybe starting a little bit smaller. So still stretching yourself, but is it in the realm of possibility? Like, what do you actually want versus like, I mean, this person was a friend and I was like, like, what are you going to do with a million dollars every day? I'm just curious. Like you totally could do that. But, and he was like, yeah, I don't really know. So there's the vibrational block manifestation wise. So adjusting that, you know, just going one step at a time, getting that win and then shifting what you're calling in to making it bigger, a bigger ask. We talked about giving it a place to go. So what are we doing with the money? That opens up a portal. But then the other piece that I want to bring up is what are some possible ways it could come in for you realistically? So if we know where we want to put it, like what where we're funneling it into, what are options for where it could be funneling in from? So the point of this isn't to decide that because who knows how the universe is going to send it. And I'll, and I'll tell you most of the time when I do this, because I do this all the time, uh, most of the time the way the money actually comes in is not any of the options I wrote out. But what I will do is I will write out as many different combinations of possibilities as I can think of, at least one. I mean, ideally like five. But if you can't even get one, then that's where we need to make an adjustment. Let's say I'm writing up five options of how I'm going to potentially make that money or rather how the universe could potentially send that to me. And everything's valid here. You know, I could be like, yo, I'm getting this check from this person randomly. It could be, you know, for me, I look at all my different business buckets and I'm like, oh, I could have this many people sign up for this. And then 
this many people sign up for that and I'll like do different combinations, right? Or over here, maybe I run this program, like whatever it is. But the point of this exercise is so that my conscious mind, my subconscious can see, oh, this could actually happen. Like if I got this many people in this door and also for us to realize if we actually have doors open, because a lot of times, you know, when I'm tuning in for people, they're like, why isn't this coming in? And it's like the universe is knocking on their door and they're just not answering. And they're wondering, why isn't the universe giving me this thing? And it's like, there is an Amazon guy at your door trying to give you the package, but you're never opening up your door. And then you're complaining that you didn't get your Amazon package. You have to open the door. And people do this a lot with money, right? So if we're like sitting there and hoping and wishing that I'm going to make $10,000 today and you have no way of that actually happening, like there's, there's no open doorways for the universe to send you the money, then it might not come in. And I know better than anyone that money can come in and everything can. Manifestations can come in in the wildest ways, like things you would never think of. And I think that's when it is most fun. But there is also this piece of co-creating. That's such an important word for me, such an important energy. Like we are co-creating. That's one of the biggest lessons I have learned in my own journey in terms of working with the universe, working with my guides, manifestation, energy work. I spent a lot of time just kind of, and it's interesting because I have such a like background, I would say, as a control freak, micromanager control freak. Like I want to I want to make sure everything's happening and I'm controlling it all. But then the more I learned about energy work and manifestation and I realized, whoa, my spirit guides are just helping me out all the time. I sort of got too far in the other direction of just expecting them to like handle everything for me. Like they're just going to handle everything and I don't have to do anything and I don't have to make any decisions and I can, you know, sit on my bed and do nothing and somehow I'm going to get all these things sent to me. When it's a co-creative process, so I can set intention and direct energy and I'm going to open up portals. I'm just going to help them out a little bit, right? Because your guides or higher self might be like, oh my gosh, I'm trying to send this in to this person and everything's just shut. Everything's just shut. Give some options. It's like in a relationship. Let's say your friend calls you and says they're really upset because they recently lost their job and they didn't feel supported by you. And you're like, wait, I had no idea that you lost your job. Like, and the energy of that is like, I didn't even have an opportunity. There wasn't even a space versus that person had called you and said, hey, like something big happened. Now there's the opportunity. It's a relationship, right? Both people opening doors, helping each other out, letting them know what's going on. We don't know what we don't know. I know the holidays can be stressful for a lot of people. There's a lot going on. We're seeing a lot of different people, emotions, places to go, all the stuff. But if you stay on top of your wellness game, spiritual wellness and physical wellness, they actually don't have to be stressful. And so what I would recommend is getting on your Ned game. I have been using Ned Full Spectrum Hemp Oil for years since the company started and pretty much immediately upon using it, saw a drastic difference in sleep. I could finally fall asleep and sleep through the night and I was getting deep sleep for the first time in my life, probably. A huge reduction in my anxiety and my stress. My hormones finally came back into balance. I lost a ton of inflammation. My hands were always swollen from my autoimmune disease and my joints were always achy and that went away. I could finally actually walk long distances. I truly cannot live without the stuff. And when there are periods of my life or seasons 
when things can be more stressful, I am extra diligent about my NED routine. A lot of CBD companies out there source their hemp from industrial farms in China. So please be careful where you buy your CBD because just like with low quality anything, low quality CBD can have undesired effects. All of NED's full spectrum hemp oil is extracted from USDA certified organic hemp plants grown by an independent farmer named Jonathan in Paonia, Colorado. You can Google search that if you want. NED is totally transparent. They share their third-party lab reports, who farms their products, and their extraction process all right there on their website. There is a reason why NED products are backed by top experts in the medical field like Dr. Christian Gonzalez and Dr. Will Cole. The product everyone needs, in my opinion, is NED's de-stress blend. It's a one-to-one formula of CBD and CPG made from the world's purest full-spectrum hemp and features a botanical infusion of ashwagandha, which is amazing for balancing out your body's cortisol levels, plus cardamom and cinnamon. CBG is known as the mother of all cannabinoids, and I feel that because of how effective it is at combating anxiety and stress by inhibiting the reuptake of GABA, the neurotransmitter responsible for stress regulation. I take a full dropper's worth in the morning and sometimes once or twice again during the day. It totally evens out my energy and my mood. If you feel extra stress at this time of year, go for the de-stress blend. It is a game changer. And then I always take the sleep blend before night. It, I wouldn't say it knocks me out, but it definitely makes it easy for me to fall asleep pretty quickly as soon as I want to really. And I get deep sleep during the night. Prioritize keeping yourself calm and balanced during the holiday season, it will be a game changer. So if you want to try out the new de-stress blend from Ned, a brand that I love and trust, there is a special offer for the Christina the Channel audience. Every order over $40 qualifies for 15% off plus a free de-stress blend sample. Just go to helloned.com slash Christina or enter Christina at checkout to take advantage of this offer. That's helloned.com, H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com slash Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A to get 15% off plus a free de-stress blend sample on any order over $40. Thank you to Ned for sponsoring the program and offering our listeners a natural remedy for some of life's most common health issues. And so it's same thing with working with the universe, with your higher self, with your spirit guides. Remember that they honor your free will. And I feel like, and you know what, especially the higher frequency rises, like the more I've done this work at the beginning, I got a really good results being a bit more hands off because it was like I was sort of, you know, learning what was possible. And the more I really stepped into my power And the better I've gotten, the more mastery I've gotten around working with energy and doing energy work. And, you know, I do so much just energetically. Like, I'm very much, I'm co creating, but I'm like, I'm directing. And because I'm at that space, the more I've done frequency work, if I'm not directing and I'm just like, yeah, spirit guides, take care of it. Like, I don't wanna make any decisions. I'm not setting any intention. I'm not opening up any doorways. Like, I'm basically making it as hard as possible for them to figure stuff out, which is kind of like what it's like when people complain about their romantic relationships and you haven't even told your partner what what you need or what you want. It's like, how are they supposed to know? But I've realized that the higher my frequency has gotten and the better I've gotten at all this energy stuff and manifesting stuff, the more like if, if something's going to happen, I have to direct it. I, I'm directing it, right? I'm, I'm co-creating. And they would step in a little bit more kind of nudged me along when I was a little less aware of what was possible. So 
know that because I know a lot of you listening do a lot of this work and you might be thinking, why is XYZ not coming in? And the question is, well, do you realize that you're actually kind of directing the show? You're directing the symphony. And have you been directing well? Have you been leading? Have you been asking? Have you been setting clear intention? Have you been opening doorways? Have you been guiding the energy? And that's how you move energy really quickly and you manifest quickly. It's you get really good at creating space for the energy to flow, right? So to me, it's just is like, okay, how am I opening up this energetic doorway? And then where do I want it to go? And when I pave the space, it's sort of like if I want somebody to drive, let's say there's a big open dirt area. It's huge, big, just a lot of dirt, just a lot of dirt. And let's say there's a path to one side of where the dirt area starts and a hundred yards away, there's a house. And I want to direct someone's car. I'm like, how are they going to drive across this dirt and find this house a hundred yards away? And I could either just hope that, you know, they make it there and just be like, yeah, people can just drive around on the dirt. They'll find it. Or I can go out and drive my own car and basically like pave the way so they know where the car should drive, right? I'm driving, making the grooves, making my own little area. I think we've all driven areas like that, right? There's no actual road, but you can tell where the road is because you see the tire tracks. That is what it's like to funnel energy. It's like I'm setting up the space so we know where this wants to flow. I am directing this, right? I'm directing this. And I don't have to do all of the work, but it is my life and I am co-creating my reality. And with so many options, like your spirit guides aren't here to be like, you have to do this and you have to do that. And we want you to do that. They might give suggestions and guidance, but they are just here to support us. And we get to ask, what is it that I want to create? So are you opening up doorways for the money to come in? Could you list out five ways that that amount could come in for you? And that could be, that could include random checks, you know, government refunds, my refund from Six Flags. There was some glitch and I got rent for free this month. I mean, all kinds of random stuff happens. That could include those, but the more options you give your subconscious of like how this could potentially happen, the better. Like I said before, it might not actually come in that way, but at least that way, your whole being, your conscious mind, subconscious mind, your energy body is all getting very comfortable with that idea of like, oh yeah, that could happen. Like that could happen. Whoa, I could see how that could happen. You know, I think that that was huge for me with a lot of my different income leaps when I just would write down and it would happen almost as soon as like the week of me actually writing down different ways it could happen. I could make that amount because I had this vibrational shift within me. I had this aha moment of like, oh wait, that's actually like possible. (laughs) I just need this many people in this, in this program, or I just need to sell this many of this, or I just need this much from whatever. Like, and I saw an actual path and I thought, whoa, this could happen. And a lot of people avoid getting that tangible. And well, I could analyze why, (laughs) but if you are avoiding getting that tangible, ask yourself why there's something in there. Is it because you know that there's actually not a doorway and you're unsure of what to make the doorway? Is it because you're afraid that, you know, the second you write it out, you realize, oh, I need to actually tell people about this offer. I need to actually launch that business. I need to actually ask for that raise. I need to actually put myself out there in this way. Like what is the realization that you're afraid to have? It's This is often connected to some type of abdication of responsibility. We love to try and manifest 
and we love to complain about, you know, I want this, but like the breakdown, just being honest for most people is that they're not willing to co-create. They're not willing to work with the universe. They're not willing to direct the energy. They're not willing to make the vibrational shifts, which also means taking tangible action to open up those portals to manifest those things in, right? So taking action, aligned action is super, super important. It's a powerful energetic signal. And if you're sitting here and being like, I want to make this much money this month. And you're saying that consciously and you're spending 10 minutes a day thinking about it. And the rest of the day, your whole energy field is, I'm afraid of money. I'm not good with money. I don't know what to do with money. I don't think it's possible I could actually make that. No one is buying XYZ from me. I'm never going to make that amount of money. Like, And you're spending most of your day with that vibrating in your field. What do you think you're manifesting? It's whatever signal you're sending out most often. So then what we want to actually do is get underneath it and start working on our relationship with money. What are my beliefs around money? Do I feel comfortable managing it? And and for this person who I was talking to about this, that was the big thing for him. Like the more we're talking, I said, it sounds like the big actual vibrational block is you believe that you're not good at managing it, right? And for a lot of people, if they haven't had that amount of money before, whatever they're manifesting, there is a piece of them that's like, I don't know what I would do with it. You know, I was like, are you going to, and I asked, I was like, are, is it going to sit in your bank account? Just curious. And he was like, I don't know. I hadn't thought about it. I'm like, okay. So I'm not surprised that you're not manifesting it in, right? Because there's a vibrational gap, first of all, of it can be too big a leap for our bodies to even feel safe to hold, right? Like that doesn't even feel safe to expand that much. I'm going to snap. And manifesting too much too quickly can lead to a downfall, right? We want to be able to hold it. We want to be able to hold it. This is why, you know, people who win the lottery, like there's so many reasons why they uh, lose the money often. Well, if they even really get it, that's a whole other thing. But people who make a lot of money really quickly, it's common for it to fall apart. And that could be they lose all the money, they spend it all really quickly because they don't know how to manage it. Let me circle back to that in a second. Or it's just so much vibrationally, like they they get rid of it, they self-sabotage, whatever, because they don't know how to manage it. It's too much too quickly. And, you know, the thing with manifestation is if you are, as I talk about in the book, energetically flexible and you can shift your identity to, I am somebody who is wealthy, I'm somebody who has this much money in my bank account, whatever it is, and you're really shifting that identity and living as that person, showing up as that person. Somebody recently had brought up to me, I mean, a lot of people ask me this question, but they're like, well, if I lived like I had that amount of money, then I would just spend all my money. And I thought, ah, there's a breakdown because if you are living as the version of you who makes a lot of money and say so you're living as a version of you energetically who already makes, let's say you're trying to you know, be a millionaire. You're living as that version of you. And you, that mental process is, oh, well, if I had, if I was that version of me, I would just be spending all my money. No, you wouldn't. How does that version of you, I like to think about it this way. Let's say, okay, how do I want to describe this? Okay, let's say I'm making $10,000 a month and I want to start making $100,000 a month. And so I'm making $10,000 a month and I'm like, I'm going to shift my identity right now and I'm going to start showing up as a version of me that makes $100,000 a month. Let's call that Christina B, Christina A, Christina B. I don't think about it like, oh, I have $100,000 in the bank right now, so am I going to spend all this money? I'm thinking, okay, I am that person in my situation. How do I make that much money? So I'm problem solving and looking at my current situation from the vibration of that person. It's like if somebody who is used to being wealthy loses all of their money, it's much easier for them to make 
money back. Like it's much easier for them to make a lot more money back compared to somebody who grew up in a situation where they're not used to having a lot of money. They didn't have much. It's going to be a lot harder for them because so much of their identity, they've been conditioned to believe that making money is hard. And they were in that situation where it wasn't easy for them. And so they have that belief deeply ingrained versus the person who is used to identifying as I'm wealthy, you know, money's on issue, it's easy. They're at a vibrational advantage just because that belief is so deeply ingrained within them, right? So anybody can shift their beliefs, which is what we need to do to manifest what we want. But why is it easier for that wealthier person originally when they, let's say they somehow lose all their money and they're deep in debt, for that person to get out of that, it's easier for them than the person who never was wealthy to begin with, because that person is like, I'm a wealthy person, money is easy. And so they're going to see the world in a very different way, take opportunities that maybe the other person wouldn't, that are allowing them to uh, attract money in more quickly. It's all about who do I identify as? But the thing is, when you're when you're really getting into the thought processes and mindset of the person who you want to be and shifting into that identity. I think a lot of people have misunderstandings about what that is. You know, there are all different types of people who have a lot of money and what a lot of money is is super subjective, but a lot of the wealthiest people will talk about how they live. And you know who talks about this a lot? Cody Sanchez. She's so amazing. I know I talked about her before on the podcast, but she's so great. And she talks about this all the time. She's like, she's like, I keep a lot of money because I spend like I'm poor. Like she's like, I go to the dollar store. I rent out anything I can that I own. I resell things I'm not using. I rent out a room in my house. Like she keeps her costs as low as possible. I'm the same way. Like, I mean, I don't make as much money as Cody Sanchez, but what I will say is it's interesting for me because I, I have a lot of different people on around me, friends, whatever, who maybe are making as much as me. And the way I look at the way they spend and they're complaining about not making as much money as they want to be. And I'm like, what if you like cut down on your costs? I mean, I don't really spend much money except food and like health things. Business, it's like, what do I need? I think a lot of people think that once they have a lot of money, they can just, they're just going to spend it willy-nilly, never check anything. That's like being irresponsible with it, right? So people who who make a lot of money and keep that money are responsible with it. They set it aside and put it into places where the money can work for them, right? They invest it, they invest it wisely. You know, they don't just, they still, when they go to the store, they're like, what's, what's the highest quality? Yeah. Like, what do I really want and need? It's just because somebody has a lot of money doesn't mean that they're like always going to buy the most expensive thing or not give a shit. That's how they lose their money, (laughs) right? So it's about being responsible. So whatever you want to create in your life, how does that, if you think about the person who already has that, how do they really think and start learning about that person, right? The people who work with money really well and manifest money really well, they're comfortable with it. They are comfortable talking about it. They manage their bank accounts. They look at their bank accounts. They're not afraid of their bank accounts. They pay their bills on time. They have things set up. They probably invest wisely. They are learning about finances. They know where they're putting their money. Start learning about the habits of that person and bringing that into your now, right? So it's looking at whatever the problem is or wherever we're at currently and how do I expand into this next level as the version of you energetically, vibrationally, mentally that has what you want. So if that person got in some situation where they were like, oh, 
you know, I, I typically make 100K months, but weird, I'm in this phase where I'm making 5K a month. What would that person do? So shifting how you're looking at the situation. So where I want to wrap up here, I have so much to say about this. Again, I would check out my course Abundance Accelerator and my manifestation activation set. There's so much to dive into with manifesting money and definitely set in questions if you have more around this. I mean, I could go in a million directions right now, but I, I just wanted to address some of the things that came up with, with that question, that conversation, because I felt like it it was really relevant for a lot of people and especially with all of the expansion available right now, moving into next year, we've got to look at this stuff. But what they, I'm just asking the guides if they have any final things and they, they just want to reassure you like, like money wants to support you. So are you willing to allow yourself to be supported? And if you struggle asking for help, if you feel weak asking for help, if you believe that no one really wants to help you out, if you think you're a burden when you ask for help, that is all stuff that is deflecting money. And so money is like, really, I invite you to personify it and view it as person, a spirit guide, your best friend, just a person. And what's an inviting energy? How are you going to get to know that person? How are you going to build trust with that person? It's the same thing with money, re money, which if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you can listen to my episode with the money, witch. she's epic, but you can change like one, one belief about money. Please let it be that money wants to support you. Money is easy to attract. It's just a physical manifestation of a vibration. And if you believe you have to work hard, that you have to compromise yourself, that you can't do what you want, the only way to get that amount of money is struggling or being in a situation that you're not happy with, like feel into that with your body. You know that's not true. You know you did not come here to constantly be struggling and never to be happy. We experience things that feel difficult or low frequency in life. But those are acute stressors, not chronic. And the way that's going to align you with making the most money is going to be following your joy, following your passions, following what lights you up, even if it doesn't make sense to your logical mind. And so if you're starting at ground zero, it is what is my relationship with money and how can I really repair this and build trust with money? And also, do I feel abundant in my life in terms of joy, in terms of love? Am I feeling lit up every single day by how I'm spending my time, the people I'm around? What are my passions? What am I excited about? What do I geek out on? Like what just makes me feel good? You know, if, if I design my ideal like money manifestation evening, I would be like baking cookies, doing my makeup because it's my favorite form of art, pulling some oracle cards, shooting the shit with my spirit guides, like that all just makes me feel abundant. Maybe having some great conversation with my friends. It's that frequency of like, I'm lit up, I'm inspired, I'm excited, I'm abundant. And that is what is going to actually make me attractive with money. And then when I look at what is my relationship with it, and it's like, yeah, money, it's safe to come in here. I can support you. I can circulate you. I will take care of you. I'll be responsible with you. You think about it like, say an animal is trying to decide if it's like a cat, you know, this cat is sniffing out, can this person take care of me? Or are they just never going to feed me, never going to clean my litter box, whatever? No, I'm going to like be like, yo, kitten, I have all this great food. I'm going to cuddle with you. I'm going to play with you. You have a little nice sleeping area. I'm going to take care of you. And it's not about what I say to money or whatever it is. It's our frequency that's attractive. So people can just tell the same way people just randomly open up to me. Why? I'm like on the airplane and somebody is spilling their life story. I'm not saying anything, but people can just tell vibrationally whether or not they're conscious of it, that I'm a safe space, that I could be responsible with their secrets, 
right? With their life story that I could receive that. And so it's the same thing with money. Money can tell if it's going to be safe with you, if you are going to be responsible with it, if it will be taken care of by you. So ask yourself, am I good at taking care of money? How do I treat it? Do I circulate it? Am I responsible with it? That's going to shift a lot for you. All right. I'm going to wrap up there for today. I hope this was helpful. If it was, definitely let me know. If you enjoyed it, take a screenshot, share it to social media, tag me at Christina, the channel podcast and at Christina, the channel. So I can see you're enjoying it and repost you and say a big thank you. It helps so much when you guys share podcast episodes. It really is the most helpful way that in iTunes or Apple podcasts, whoops, Apple podcasts, ratings and reviews is the best way to support the show. So if it's helped you at all, please share means the world to me. And I love to continue to grow this community. So that's going to be it for today's episode. Happy money manifesting. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I will chat with you again next time.